Hey, everybody, it's Brooke and Pam. We just wanted to come in early to let you know that this is one of our two parters. Two parters. Two pots. So um, basically, we chatted way too long, mostly because I at one point uh, took over the interview part of our uh, guest part of the podcast and talked about myself. <laughs> I think it's just because Miguel really wanted to be a two-parter. You will notice throughout the interview that he desperately wants it to be two parts. So Miguel, this one's for you, buddy. You're getting your you wish. You got your wish. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the uh, uh, first of two parts. So at the end of the interview, we're going to cut out and we're going to come back in to give you some bridal breaks because we don't leave you hanging this week. Yeah. Yeah. So um, stay tuned for the first pat of our interview with my friend Miguel Kamnitzer. And then we'll see you guys pat too next week. Bye. (laughs) Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news. Sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Welcome, everyone. If you haven't heard before, we are here to talk some smack, as you mentioned. If you want to be polite. Shit, smack. We basically get Mm. letters, confessionals, um, and advice questions from listeners. And we answer them and try to help them get through the stressfulness that is wedding planning. This is a safe space to complain, share share your grudges. Let it out. Vent. Yeah. Bring it. And to help us, we like to bring a guest on every week. And this week, we have a really special guest. Very special. Yes. We have um, Miguel Kamnitzer. Am I saying it right? Close enough. No. Let me get it right. Kamnitzer, right? Yeah, Kamnitzer. I got nervous. I said a friend's name wrong the other day. Really? Clay LaPerry. And I said LaPari, like a jerk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. I kept it in. I was Whatever. honest. I've been calling your husband Triss for like 20 years. His mother calls him Trissy. That's now out in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so Miguel Kamnitzer <laughs> is our guest. Um, he is a uh, television producer. Do you want me to say that? What do you want me to say? Uh, re- recovering. Reco- <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Former television producer. That's better. Yeah. And you're in grad school now. So you're just yes. living the study life. Um, and uh, for listeners' purposes, so they understand, you are the other half, some might say better half. I was going to say that, yeah. Of, took um, the words out of my mouth. Of a couple. And uh, your significant other is Michael Barrett, mm-hmm. who was on episodes uh, 18 and 19. You have yes. already discussed the fact that you're going to be upset if this isn't a two-part episode. Three parts. He <laughs> got two parts, so the only way I can win is by getting three. It's, it's simple math, guys. I think we're getting a preview of how this episode's going to go. <laughs> yep. I'm very long-winded. <laughs> and competitive. Are you just going to make up weddings you didn't really go to just to have anecdotes? I'm going to have to because I haven't been to that many. That's the problem. Halfway through, I'm just like, wait a minute, that's just the plot of Steel Magnolias. <laughs> Just going through. I'm like, wait a minute. What? That's not real. That's just father of the bride. Mm. Anyway, um, so um, Miguel, we wanted to bring you on because we think that you would have really good opinions for the questions that come in from our listeners because we enjoy your opinions in general. You're a funny guy. Thank you. Um, But we want to get to know you a little bit better because all we know about you at this point is what Michael has given us. And we don't think that's very fair. And a close approximation of how to pronounce my name. I'm just kidding. Did I say it wrong again? No. God, now you'd be paranoid. I'm totally messing with it. I'm God sorry. Damn, no, you said it perfectly, up. actually. And I've heard many. What do you hear? Perfect. Lots of Miguel's or Miguel's or. Miguel is a pretty common thing. Yes. You'd think, but it's. Yeah. Huh. I don't, I don't know. Is I'm always I'm... surprised because I feel like it is pretty common. But yeah. Huh. Yeah. People are dumb, um, which we'll get into. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> The first thing we like to ask our listeners, just to kind of begin the whole figuring out where you fit into the world of weddings. How old were you when you went to your first wedding? I knew you were going to ask me that. And so I started thinking about that. Yeah. Research is good. I think probably, I haven't been to that many weddings in my life, first of all. I, I think probably about a dozen total, which is not a lot. But that's okay. like not, a, it's not two. No. No, no. Uh I think Family, probably friends. my older cousin's wedding. I don't remember exactly how old I was. I was probably 10-ish, maybe. Okay, so still mm-hmm. like a kid. Yeah. 
what I really want to answer though is that I was like negative one month at my first wedding, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, you were your mother was pregnant with you. Yeah. What wedding was that? Uh, Her wedding. That was you the parents. My mom and my <laughs> <Yeah>. dad. <laughs> <laughs> they had a uh, a uh, photo uh, in their master bedroom. Yeah. You know, on the on the shelf there. Uh, of them in front of a courthouse and um, dressed in like work clothes because they went on their lunch break and uh, she's eight months pregnant with me. Oh, sweet. I I do remember it. We'll get to it. We'll kind of hop into your wedding a little bit and get your perspective on it. But you had a courthouse wedding. I did. I followed in my parents' footsteps. Yeah, which I... um, I, As we discussed in episode um, uh, 18, I basically... Was that that me? No. It wasn't. I don't think it was me. It was <gasps> me. Brooke. I spent all this time telling Miguel how to turn she off his phone. She yelled at me, guys. I didn't yell. She... I instructed. And then yeah. I left my phone on. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had, um, we were went to the courthouse for your wedding. And by we, I mean, you did not invite me. And I invited myself to your You're courthouse invited wedding. Here. Yes, that's it's exactly fine. right. Yes. But I remember while we were there, like you mentioned, you're like, my parents got married in a court. That's when I learned that. Oh, about I did you. tell you that story. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I knew, I didn't know. Like, I like to repeat yeah. stories. No. I mean, the listeners don't I know didn't. these stories. And I didn't know. No, that's true. That's true. Pam and I are different people. That's true. <laughs> We're both blonde, but yeah. still different. People get us mixed up all the time. It's true. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. Tall mm-hmm. blonde girls. Um, really helpful for the listeners at home I know. <laughs> to give them visuals. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you're a kid and then you go mm-hmm. to weddings again when you're in your twenties or no? So there was my cousin's wedding and then, God, it probably had been, it was probably a while until like another wedding came around. Uh, the ones I remember most are like my older brother's wedding because he had a particularly lavish one that was beautiful in Cambridge, uh, Massachusetts, uh, near Harvard where he met his wife. Mm, and, smarties. Um, smarties. What else? How big was that wedding? Because you had he was at your courthouse wedding, right? He was, yeah. yeah he was one of... He was the only one he invited. He was supposed to be one, and then there were three. <laughs> yeah. It was worst. really sweet. We, that was such a that was an amazing day. That was fun. Yeah. But um, how big? So how big I was don't his think wedding? It was, I don't remember it being huge, but it was at the Fog Museum in Cambridge, which is this gorgeous. Um, I I, I want to say it's like classical Renaissance, some antiquities stuff. Maybe they have more contemporary stuff. I don't totally remember. But uh, they have a, like an atrium in the middle of the museum, and that's where the reception was. And you could wander the halls of the museum with your cocktails. And nice. like, they basically had the whole entire museum for their I wedding. I love it that. Was unbelievable. Wow. It was so beautiful. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Right on. So, Good idea. So is that the coolest wedding you've been to, you think? The coolest wedding. Actually, you know, Michael and I went to a wedding in Brooklyn for our, our friend... Um, and she was marrying her now wife and it was just at like a kind of a bar restaurant pool hall kind of place, very casual in, I want to say Dumbo in Brooklyn. And it, even though it was casual, it was just so, it was just a really special day. It was very warm. Lots of our friends were there. There was no stress or pressure at all. Everyone was super happy. Like it's probably like the happiest, like, well, you know, present company excluded, Happiest wedding that I've oh, been to. Oh, mine was a mess. Oh. <laughs> Suddenly I was like, maybe I should be... No, it's fine. Tempering my, my, my wedding was okay. Your wedding was amazing. It, we'll get into the it The apple day. orchard? I mean, come on. No, it was great. It was like picture book. You definitely had a key point at one point of my wedding. I did? Mm-hmm. You don't remember this? I, I don't know. Oh my God. Is this the moment I tell this story? Is this what you, you get me to tell the story to make the episode long so you get a two part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep talking. Motherfucker. All right. Let's okay. hear it. <laughs> At one point, I do want to bring Tristan in to get his point of view on this. Whoa. So, you know what? We're going to grab him. He's in the house. Yes. Hold on. We're doing this? Yeah, we're doing this. Okay, so we've got Tristan. We've got Ruth. Say hi, Tristan. We are here. So, yes. Tristan is my husband. And Miguel came to my wedding. Um, it's Your wedding, yeah, not Tristan's wedding. Not mine. Oh. I wasn't. No, there. sorry, no. I just married myself. Um, he came to our wedding, our blood, our our, our wedded bliss. So um, that's not what a wedding is. It's not wedded bliss. That's just the marriage, I think. Is it? Yeah, it's just sort of the formalities. So um, 
we wanted to tell this anecdote and I realized I needed you in here because you do have to tell your point of view. So Miguel was a, I said, key part of our wedding. And he said, what does that mean? And I said, I've got to go grab Tristan because you know, the idea of when something goes wrong at your wedding in the moment, it's horrible, but later it becomes the best anecdote. I know that you're hearing this brides at home and you're like rolling your eyes and being like, that is such a bullshit thing. I don't want to hear right now. It's very true. Here's the example. (laughs) So cut to our wedding day. Um, the wedding venue is your parents' apple orchard. Correct. Yes. We are all staying at a bed and breakfast about how far away? 15? Oh, it's probably about a 15 minute drive. Yeah, 15, 20 minute drive. Not too far, door maybe, to door. You know, it's rural, but it's, you know, yeah. 10 miles. Yeah. So um, Miguel and Michael are also staying at that same place. Um, we are, yes. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Thank you for the input. Thank yes. you I for felt the... like I had to cut him. <laughs> He's still here. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, the dog is nodding your head. Yes, the, I agree. The thought this, process this checks out with this. my recollection. I am yes. the bride. I should arrive last. So the idea was the rental car that Tristan and I had would be the one that I would ride and my brother would drive me because he was walking me down the aisle so he didn't really need to get there early. And it was also kind of a fun family time for us to be together, which was very sweet. So um, They his, could talk about the best thing that ever happened to their family, which was me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had left... All of our friends and left had left. The bride, the bridal party had all taken off towards the wedding venue. Um, all that's left is my brother and I, and we're going to take the car. So it's now to the point where it's like everyone's been gone about 20, 30 minutes. And it's like, okay, I think if we leave now, we're not getting there too early. Because I basically am supposed to arrive and then it begins. That's you were ready? Thought. Yes. And okay. I was ready. Like I was, because yes. my friend, yes. my friend had done my hair and my makeup. So I was just kind of chilling. I was basically just, honestly, we're watching football. <laughs> it was Saturday. So um my brother and I are finally like, okay, it's time to go. And I thought that the keys were on the little dresser area in our hotel room in the bed and breakfast. I can't find them. And I'm like, oh, let me call Tristan. He was the last one to drive the car. He probably put them somewhere weird or on a pocket or something. Mm-hmm. Ring, 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 ring. Hey, babe. Hey, what do you say, Tristan? Hey, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the right, and I want to make sure I get this clear. Yeah, let's recreate this. For all the listeners who have ever heard her impersonations, I want you to know in general, (laughs) I do not respond to most questions, comments, inquiries with because that's how I've been represented in every single one of these stories. Not my first response is Pull derp. Back. Nah. Answer the question. Um, ring, ring. Hello. So my response was just not so much even a verbal response, just sort of that visceral gut reaction of... Why is she calling? I've made a horrible mistake. So I ask Uh-oh. him, I'm like, hey, and I'm still optimistic. I'm like, hey, I'm looking around the hotel room. Where are the keys? They're in my pocket. No, your response was a pregnant pause. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my mind and then i'm like hello and i remember what you said you didn't say they were in your pocket I what did remember. you say i don't remember you said i don't want to answer that question <laughs> right now <laughs> and i can tell you sitting here today that was you st- very true you still don't want to answer that question i don't want to get into so, that question right now way, i was there and i'm still like on pins and needles i have no idea what happens next so you said, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it and hung up on me. So now I'm just like. You did that to a bride? Well, I mean, I, you know, I felt like I was communicating what? that like I would get her a ride very quickly. Down. It is handled right. <laughs> like scandal. So then um, I don't know what's happening. And I'm just waiting now, I guess, for a car, the keys. I don't really Something. know what's happening next. And my brother, again, is screwed because he doesn't have his car with him because his girlfriend, now wife, took their car to the venue thinking later they could use it to get back and forth. So we had no way. And even the bed and breakfast people weren't around. I even looked for them. It was like empty. It was an empty house with just this wandering bride. It looked like a ghost. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, and we're, I mean, we are in like rural Maine. If I wanted to have the local limousine service pick you up, <laughs> they would say... We'll we be there in exist. two hours. We don't so, exist. So, Tristan. This is not even a phone number. So, you're at the, the Apple Orchard. Yes. There is now a growing crowd of people. 
How do you pick out who's going to bring the keys to me? Well, I had to nail it down to people that I knew you would not completely lit into. <laughs> people that probably were cheerful enough that I could ask them and they'd just not ask any questions. They would just do it. And um, I don't want to, again, there's somewhere between delightful best friends and sacrificial lambs at this point. Anyway, so clearly those people are not around because he asked us. <laughs> so you asked Michael and Miguel. Yes. I said, guys, I need you to go get Brooke in the car because I forgot her. <laughs> and I have the keys. <laughs> and they said yes very quickly. They didn't they didn't bat an eye. Right. So, and uh, so here's the best part. Yeah. So you take off. I find out about this later. You throw them the keys. They take off to give me the keys. You don't tell anyone that we had this conversation or that anything was amiss. Well, I mean, I, what am I going to tell them? I mean, How make late it, like, a big to the wedding were you? Well, like a half Michael and Miguel show up. Mm-hmm. The sunniest, happiest faces. They literally just tap, tap, tap on the hotel door. And I'm like, <laughs> like scowl face, just bitch face. Like I am pissed because I'm, not late. I'm yes. not late to anything. I know. This is and not And you were like, ready. I was ready. I was ready. So, and they are just... <laughs> Oh my God, you look so beautiful. That's part of the reason why I'm I said sure, that. I like, knew that they would smooth things over I mean, for me a it was little just bit. The, they would give me oh, some this serious was calculated. Cover. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is, like, yeah. this is yeah. my PR crew up there. Yes. They're going to give a good story. Oh, it's just beautiful down there. You're going to love it. You're going to be so happy. No, it was just compliments about me and my baby. Well, I know, they but were just smart. like, let's focus on the positives. Yeah. So we drive down there. I find out that, unbeknownst to me, that everyone sat down and we had hired a guy. Through our caterer. We had never met him. It was like the caterer's boyfriend. She was like, I don't know. He it was not the caterer's like a- boyfriend. It was like some dude she knew right. vaguely. Right. Like, I oh, heard really? this dude. Yeah. Oh. oh, I thought it was her boyfriend. Oh, no. It was oh. somebody she knew particularly well. But he played a guitar and we'd pay him like a hundred bucks and he would just show up and just play. The idea was he'd play like maybe three songs while people were sitting down and then like a song as we're going out, just acoustic guitar because we're in the middle of a freaking apple field and there's not much yeah. you can do. So <laughs> Sounds lovely. instead, he is doing a legit 45 minute concert. Oh, at least he is in his like deep cuts. I mean, he is stuff <laughs> who are way back. Anything, take Nobody a request, whatever you want. Whatever you where want. Where I you know. am. Everyone's just sitting and enjoying the music. It was a very nice day. And the children that are there are getting kind of restless. So people are just pulling apples off of the, the trees and feeding the children to keep them occupied while I am racing to get there. I'll have to find the picture. There's definitely one picture where I am walking towards the field and I look pissed. <laughs> yes. I, I recall that because it's like taken from a distance. Because the photographer did not want to get within 100 yards at that point. She's like, I'm, I'm keeping my... Like 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 from the safari van or the safari bus, when you're looking out, they're like, look in the distance. It's a hyena attacking a wilderness. Like, we must we must stay back for our own safety. That was like her getting out of, that, out of the, the rental car with uh, these guys driving. But we got to be your chariot drivers. Like you did. Cinderella, <laughs> like we... the little mice that turn into the, you know. What are, what are the mice turn Don't they turn into, into the chariot drivers? They turn into like human yes. chariot drivers. Yeah, I didn't know where you were going with this. <laughs> where else could I? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it got to be that for you. So Yeah, but that's definitely um, when I think of the two of you at our wedding, I think of opening that hotel room door and you guys being like, hi. <laughs> but in my imagination, we took like one of your like gators back, like the truck thing. No, you took a real car. Oh, but... Oh, yeah. Story. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we took a tractor. A tractor, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And it was like horse-drawn, like horse, old school. horse-drawn tractor. Oh, yeah, yes. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> at that point, it kind of defeats the point of the tractor, doesn't it? Farms yeah. are confusing to me. I'm from a city. <laughs> yeah, I will say, uh, that was one of the nicest things you guys ever did. So, send it, you know, just be like, they will deal with this. They can go get her. You she had to not, deal with my wrath. She will not, she will not bitch them out too hard. I was very nice to them. Yeah, I know. It was like, and they'll also handle it well because if I could have sent other people because you didn't, no, I would not have gone well. 
I was like, I could have just gone up and gotten it myself, but that would have been a little strange. But I'm telling you that like there were legit more than half of the people at the wedding did not understand why I was late, where I was, and were getting concerned that there was some sort of jilting situation going on. Runaway bride. Yeah. Well, the problem is she couldn't have run very far because I had the car. So. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't the know key. that. I had the keys. No, I had the keys. You the keys That's in right, your pocket. The keys. Yeah. She jumped it. Anyway, so Headed you have to, to get airport. back out of here because no, it's no, actually Miguel's fine. episode. Am, uh, but... This is definitely right. But uh, it's, you know, nobody thought that you were going to bail because, you know, that well, was the best thing that ever happened. So you can go now. Thanks. Goodbye. Later, guys. You going to take that dog with you? Yes. Bye, Ruth. <laughs> Thanks for that fun little story. Oh, my God. It's a smile. Ruth, are you staying and then snorting? Okay, she's that going. The All most right. Interesting sound. Oh. Yeah, that's my little princess. <laughs> <laughs> She's a delight. Um, so back to you. Don't you? Yeah. I love that story too. Because we star in it. You do. You're the star. and I. <laughs> you might, save the day. I might be the villain. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who, you're the hero. That's for sure. There doesn't need to be a villain. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to give anybody the villain. It definitely does. The hero really is that musician. Seriously, I didn't get to see it, but I got rave reviews. Everyone tells me it was amazing. Nice, yeah, that's good. Shout out to that guy. Don't know his name. No idea. No, sorry, buddy. Some dude. I just learned now that it wasn't her boyfriend. I don't know anything. Okay, so you went to that Brooklyn wedding. Can we just agree though that this is now the beginning of part two? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna part part eight. We'll start now. So, um, so you went to your brother's wedding. So now I want to jump brother's to, wedding, yeah. mm-hmm. I want to jump to you proposing. Oh yeah. I want to set mm-hmm. the, the one, straight a little bit. Oh there. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. what we know so far is that while you guys met in New York and then, but you were living in Los Angeles, but then when you were visiting again, New York is when you decided to propose to Michael. Well, correct? he did, you know, he told you guys that we did everything backwards, which is correct. Right. So we knew we were going to get married then we scheduled the wedding, and then I proposed. So we did sort of everything in reverse order. But we knew we were going to get married at the courthouse, and I was like, you know, people are going to always ask us how what our proposal story was, and we are not going to have one. And I had a feeling that he wouldn't do anything about it. So I was like, you know what? We're going to be in New York at the same time, and I could probably arrange something fun. So I... The first thing I had to think about was whether a ring would be appropriate. And I, I really had no sense of what an engagement ring for a guy would look like. Um, so, And also then, does that mean you get one? Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, that could have been fun. <laughs> one for you, <laughs> one for me. No, uh, but I, he really likes watches. And, uh, and there's like this fun vintage watch shop in West Hollywood. Um, and so I went in and I looked at a bunch of watches and I found one that I thought he would like. Uh, it's like a 1950s Longines, like small face, uh, leather band. He's got dainty wrists, so I knew it would look good on him. Uh, <laughs> nice. And uh, and they were willing to engrave the back. So uh, people who know us know that sometimes we sign off on things as like M&M. Uh, and so I had M&M on the back with the year 2014 engraved on the back. And Aww. I was very excited about it. But then, so this is where his story missed a couple of details. Oh. Mm. So we went to New York. Uh, and, you know, there is that um, Father Demo Square in the village where we had those bagels when we first Mediocre bagels? Or are they good uh, bagels? Know, I mean, they're New York mm-hmm. bagels. So yeah. compared to anything in L.A., they were fantastic. That's true. True. Yeah. <laughs> true. Very fair. Yep. But th- 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 it didn't really matter. You know, the bagels didn't matter. It was the location. But to get him there and to convince him that that was the place we should have lunch that day. And he said the weather wasn't bad, but it was not great. It was kind of cold. And I had to somehow convince him that we should still sit outside, which is a little bizarre, considering that it was January. <laughs> um, but I was, like, very insistent that we sit on this park bench, this, like, exact park bench in the square with our bagels. And he's like, you're being weird. <laughs> and then to make things it's, weirder I think it's really nice by the way because this has happened a couple of times when people are telling stories about their proposals or about surprises they're trying mm-hmm. to throw people about how someone will acknowledge something's weird but still go along with it it really okay. tells you how strong relationships you're like this is kind of fucking crazy but okay, oh, okay. <laughs> that's true <laughs> you're like it's freezing and I'm on this dumb bench and whatever. I don't think he had any idea 
I don't think so anyway. Maybe. Did he say he did? He didn't he say didn't. he did. Mm-mm. I don't he think he know. did. Mm-mm. He but thought you were sick or something. He couldn't figure out what was wrong. <laughs> sick in the head. <laughs> uh, so the part that's important to me is that I had written this whole letter. And he said that it was a card that I handed him. And that is not true. Because... <laughs> I knew that if I handed him a card, it would give it away, and I wanted it to be a little bit more complicated. So I had been taking a fiction writing class at night at the time, and I told him that I had written the first draft of a short story, and I was really nervous about handing it in, and I needed him to like read it. But I pulled it up on my phone, and I was like, actually, no, maybe I emailed it to him. So he pulled it up on his phone, and I was like, will you just read it? Like, I'm very nervous. I have to hand it in Oh, like, it right wasn't now. a paper letter. No, you it had- was not oh. a paper letter. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so... I think so since modern. then we have printed it, so he has you know sure. a hard mm-hmm. copy for yeah. you know posterity, posterity, yeah, forever yeah. and ever, that prosperity. Word. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he starts reading it, thinking it's like this draft of a short story, but then it's all about us, right? But it could still conceivably be a short story that's just like a memoir. So you know, it builds, you know, over time. I like as a writer, like it's still good. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I almost was like, should I read parts of it? But that's a little too personal. Has anyone um, else read it but him? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I just didn't know if it was framed no. anywhere or something. No. Okay. Um, anyway, so he reads the whole thing. And it doesn't actually include a proposal in the letter. But it's like very clear that it's getting very romantic. And then as soon as he's done, he looks at me. And I had the box ready. And that's when I said, will you marry me? Did you Aww. get down on a knee? Or were you just on the bench? I was just on the bench. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Hey, man. The ground's, yeah. the ground's it's, dirty. Listen, it's a watch. You're two dudes. Whatever you want. Like, there's no rules. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, it's cold as hell. You want to get, Then you get, like, a wet knee. That sounds yeah, awful. No. That's really sweet. But the timing was actually great. He Aww. mentioned, you know, how we went out to dinner with my brother and his wife that yeah. night. But they took us to Per Se. And they took us to Per Se not because they knew what was happening, but just because we'd been trying to go with them forever. And they finally got reservations. And they'd been before and they loved it and we'd always wanted to go. So we got to go to Per Se that night and like tell them that we had just gotten engaged and oh, like wow. had this amazing celebratory dinner. Anyway, so. That's, That's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, After the bagels, what did you do for the rest of the day? Uh, we went sort of randomly. We found a place to go get champagne. Oh, fun. So we like had some glasses of champagne and then... God, did you did tell the waitress that? that you just got engaged to try to get free shit immediately? No, no, oh. we didn't do that. Oh, should have. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the afternoon is a little bit of a blur. Oh, I, I just, just remember dinner at Per Se. I'm sure at that point you're just relieved that the pressure was off and you had done the thing that you wanted. I was so nervous. Why were you weird. so nervous? I yeah. think because I knew it was going to be a little weird to convince him to do something this random, like sit in a concrete park square in january and like for no reason yeah and i didn't want him to figure it out in advance okay so i was a little nervous just about the logistics of mm-hmm. it and overall like in your relationship do you do a lot of like romantic gestures like this or is this very rare was this, um, like out i wouldn't of the say ordinary? i do a lot but i will say between the two he hates surprises and so because he doesn't like receiving surprises generally he also isn't a big surprise giver yeah and i really like surprises so if there's going to be a surprise happening like this, it's probably going to be instigated by me. Yeah. But I have to be careful because if I do the wrong thing, like he was just traveling for a week. He came back in the middle of the night because his flight was delayed. And I had moved the coffee maker to, from one part of the counter to the other while he was away. And he was like in the morning, very discombobulated and upset about it. <laughs> he was like, I came home in the middle of the night in the kitchen. I didn't understand why things were in the right place. And I was just my god he is <laughs> my people <laughs> and I, what's so funny is i know him well and i knew i should have warned him in advance and i forgot if i came out right now in between like if we paused this and i walked out to the kitchen and he had moved the coffee maker i would have questions that would need answers <laughs> i would probably move it back and be like this is in the wrong spot you wouldn't even have a conversation mm-hmm. just unplug move yes. plug back in yes <laughs> This is a great quiz to find out who you are as a human. It's like, close your eyes, go into your kitchen, <laughs> coffee makers in a different place. What do you do? But the fact that that constitutes Rye. a surprise in our relationship, like that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> so there's no like surprise you come home with like a piece of furniture or anything weird. Like everything is like a, no. every bigger <laughs> purchase is like a, a thing you do on your, like you do as a group. Together. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Because there's no surprises. No surprises. no surprises. I'm the same way. If Even- I, I honestly think if I threw him a surprise birthday party, he would divorce me. 
like a hundred percent yeah so you've never oh. done it has he done it for you no even though i love them and i wish he would but I, he's just not he like he hates it so much that he doesn't even like he, i don't think he's he think it'd be to, mean to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is i you know i totally get it like what it's would not you do if right now you open the door and we had had a surprise party in my living room i'd be really happy <laughs> 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 I have to remember that. <laughs> I threw a random surprise birthday party for Jeff one year. He had been on the road and it was World Cup time and I reached out to a bunch of his friends and and his cousin and I said, "Listen, we're going to throw a party, but I don't want it to be like surprise because World Cup starts, you know, it's usually in a different country, so it's random hours here in the United States, especially on the West Coast." And so people just started showing up and random, like they just were like, hey, dude. And they come in the house and he's like, oh, hey, good to see you. And it wasn't till like the third or fourth, like friend and couple came in that he's like, what's going on? <laughs> That's so awesome. That's like a it backward was, surprise party. It was. It That's was. People fun. just started showing up and, and hanging out and watching World Cup. It was That's really fun. That's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. And it's a, like a low, like a low stress surprise. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you ease into it. Yes. It's, yeah. Yes. I don't think he could handle that either. Meanwhile, but. <laughs> if someone came to my house unannounced, I would have issue. I would be polite, but in the back of my head being like, the fuck are you doing in my house right now? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't text or anything? This is uh, inappropriate. It's 2017. Remember back in the day when people would just show up and knock on your door? Well, it's in sitcoms. They still do that. It's the weirdest thing. Have you noticed that in sitcoms, like you'll be at home, like having your breakfast coffee, the character, and suddenly the door knocks and it's your best friend who just showed up for no reason. I'm like, what? Huh? No. We're close. I've never shown up without a text ahead of time. No. That's weird. Because you know, Michael would end it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'd end myself. So you do the proposal and then I it's do the time proposal, yes. for the, the courthouse wedding. The courthouse wedding, which I, you know, you've heard all about. I know. Yeah. Did but you if I recount it now, that'll definitely get us to episode three. Oh so. my god. Okay. So um <laughs> what what during the whole process of that, you definitely got nervous again. Yeah, it I, it was weird. I but not until I actually got to the courthouse. Because I Suddenly realized that I had no idea what to expect. I thought we knew. And then we got there. And I know you guys talked about how like it just it's it's a joyous time, actually, because everyone is so celebratory. But you expect you expect something to be like a DMV visit. And then you get there and everyone is just like dressed Dressed up up, and like waiting for their turn, but like super happy. And we're like, oh, my God, what is behind that door? Like, what are we walking into? Uh, we should make the DMV more like that. Right? Everyone yes. dresses up and it's exciting. Or you could, yeah, do both at once. Renew your license and get, get a marriage married. license. I like it. Just mm-hmm. renew your vows every time you get a new driver's license or register a car. <laughs> Guys, we are on to something. Yes, mm-hmm. do it. Um, so then you had the housewarming party, which ah, was kind of like a... Don't say it. No. It's kind of like a wedding. No. <laughs> it was not. It was a. It was. It was a little bit like a wedding reception. Uh, yes, it wasn't supposed to be. But we knew that our families, our respective parents, mostly would be very disappointed if we didn't have some sort of party. So we compromised, and we were buying a house right around the same time we got married. So we said, like, "Okay, instead of a wedding, we will do a housewarming party. Uh, we'll still get all the gifts, which is, you know, why else? Why?" Why else would you do it? Sure. And <laughs> uh, and uh, and they get, get come and celebrate because they weren't going to come to our courthouse wedding. Um, and so it was supposed to be a low budget, low stress affair. It was neither of those things in the end. Um, <laughs> somehow, I mean, look, I've never had a wedding before. I don't really know what they cost, but I kind of feel like we spent wedding money on this thing. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And it, that was not the plan. We had like 60 to 70 people at the house. Yeah. Uh, We had a friend who used to be an event planner, or she still was, but she used to work with these other two event planners that did weddings. And so she recommended her friends to us because we thought we could use a little help. And they were amazing and they did a really nice job. But like the budget was... Like we told them what we wanted to spend and they like tripled it basically. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it was beautiful though. Yeah, like bartenders and cocktails. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. We just all we cared about was like good drinks and good food, mm-hmm. and then 
they did. They brought in like a, a wood like bar and like this like whole bartending team came in. The the most fun thing actually was even before the party when the the cocktail people came by the house to like try out recipes for us. That Ooh. was so much fun. That's oh my such God. a good idea. So like cake tasting, but boom, cake, yeah, cocktail but tasting. Yes. And they so they came to the house. It was like, I want to say it was two guys, like the someone either the owner of the company or someone high up and then like an assistant. And they came back by with all of the booze and all of the mixings and everything. They set up in our kitchen and they just made sample drinks like for like two hours. What? And we picked oh the ones gosh. that we liked and, you have and to just set have the a, menu. A tiny taste. Yeah, then. they make like, you know, they'll yeah. make like one drink and split it. Because our the event planner was with us, so he'd split it several ways. So it's we still got kind of tipsy, but yeah. this is amazing. So much fun. Oh my god. Um highly recommend that. <laughs> I had no idea. You do have to pay for it, but like it's baked into the bigger bill That's or true. whatever. At that point, um, you're just like, and it's super yeah. fun. Burn yeah. all the money. <laughs> so that the bar was awesome, and they like customized a menu for us, and then we had like different food options. Um, but like the funny thing is that they ended up renting all this outdoor furniture for us because we wanted it to be outside. And so everyone, and, but it was a housewarming. So you show up to our housewarming and like half the furniture isn't ours, but people don't <laughs> know that because this is the first time they're in our home. So sure. they think that the outdoor leather armchairs are ours and we're like, no, but like they went a little overboard with the furniture. And so we had to keep telling people after the fact, like, oh, that's not really what our yard looks like. <laughs> That's just where I park the car. <laughs> exactly. It's usually just a concrete square, but they did That's it up cool. nice. That's cool. Oh, it's good yeah. for the That's day, fun. though. Well, I don't think you would have seating for 30 people in your backyard just normally, right? No, no. Right. Yeah. The funny thing, though, is it was really hot, too. So, And we got very anxious about how hot it would be. So they brought in one of those misters, but it was like this industrial strength, like jet engine mister. I don't know if you remember, <laughs> but like... It was just like, it was loud and the whole place was just fogged. And uh, it was, ooh, I almost knocked the wine over, guys. Welcome to Wedding Confessionals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, into uh, it. So that was, I don't know. But it was hot. Do you remember? It was hot. I don't remember being, I remember being like summery time. It was late, it was fall. It was August. Yeah. Oh, I remember it, guys. This will, the listeners will love this. I found my dog the day before your oh. the, the housewarming. Oh, so Ruthie. it was August 23rd. Yeah, that sounds about right. I know. Because yeah. I found Ruth on August Because we tried to time it with our um, dating anniversary, I guess. Oh, that's cute. Because we had been celebrating August 19th ever since we got together in college. And that's still the bigger anniversary for us, honestly, than our wedding anniversary. Because yeah. our wedding anniversary is a four-year-old date. And the other one is a 17-year-old date that we've been celebrating. So it's a little bit. Just celebrate them all. Yeah. We do. Pick them all. It's actually nice because they're exactly, almost exactly six months apart. So it's like we get to celebrate, you know, twice a year, very evenly spaced. Different outfits. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) That's really what it's about. So what was the uh, best and worst part of your wedding? Go best first. We want to hear bitchy last. Yeah. And by wedding, we mean? The whole process. Whole process. Oh, okay. Between proposal to the, we won't call it a reception. We'll call it a house party. (laughs) Oink. With the uh, asterisk. Oh god. The okay, so the best part. Hmm. I mean the the proposal went really well and I was very happy and he was very moved and so that was pretty awesome. But I'd say honestly though, Courthouse Wedding was pretty special. I think partly because we had zero expectations and then it ended up being super funny and fun and you guys being there actually was really sweet and unexpected. And my brother flying in like last minute because he just had to be there for us was really sweet. Like, I don't know. That was pretty memorable because it required no effort and ended up being really magical versus the housewarming, which required a ton of effort and was great. But like, I'm sure much like an actual wedding passes by in a blink and you barely remember it and you're just nervous and then it's over and you're like wait did i just live that just happened like (laughs) that's kind of how it went yeah so uh and because we just bought the house we were scrambling to get the house ready in time for this giant housewarming too and so you sent out the invites before the house was really all done oh yeah oh god construction like the the biggest thing was the landscaping um because we tore up there was like little patches of grass we don't we don't have a big yard but it was some grass and we wanted to get rid of it and replace it with something a little more eco-friendly and 
Um, so we put in like succulents and um, what they call decomposed granite, which is basically fancy sand. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so we put all this stuff in, but like some of the plants that they planted were planted like a week before and they put all of this um, uh, fertilizer in, which not only smelled, but mm-hmm. attracted a billion houseflies, like black flies. Oh, no. And oh, so no. the week of our huge party, I'm at work. Michael works from home. So he's home dealing with party planners and construction people and landscapers and all the stuff. And I'm at work in Santa Monica, like an hour and a half away. And I get these text messages being like freaking out. And then he, oh, he's no. like, I'm having a meltdown. You have to call me. And I call him. He's like, the flies, the flies are so bad. <laughs> We are canceling the party. We cannot have an outdoor party here. The divorced. flies. And I was like, oh my God, like what is happening? We call our event planners. <laughs> We're like, you must have a, a fix. There must be a fix for like what you do about flies, like outdoors. And so they're researching like traps and scents and candles and lights and all sorts of fans and things. And we're like literally on the verge of complete panic. How did you solve it? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure we totally did. I think honestly, like, once you have 60 people milling about, the flies kind of yeah. get scared off. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like when yeah, sure. when there's nothing yeah. there, they just accumulate and then there's a lot of foot traffic. It kind of, it was, I don't remember it being a problem on the day, but the like flies. seriously, like a day or two before you could not walk outdoors without being like completely swarmed. Oh my yeah, God. It was really scary. That sounds awful. It <laughs> does sound awful. So <laughs> note wow. to all of you, it's like, I'm don't gonna... do fresh landscaping right before a huge outdoor party. <laughs> outdoor party and yeah. it just smells like not a shit good idea there's flies everywhere <laughs> keep the fertilizer on you're like i'm out all this money and it smells oh like my poop God. in my backyard <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good answer yeah <laughs> and as promised guys we're back we're here hi pammy hi um, so fun. it was fun. He's funny. Yes. I like Miguel. He's a good dude. Um, so we need to do our bridal breaks. Yes. Pamela. Um, we have extra ones for this week. Pamela, let's let you go first. All right. Um, and I feel I want to apologize to you because listeners don't know. But when I started to record this, you picked up your phone. And I was like, why are you playing on your phone? We're supposed to be doing bridal breaks. And you're like, bitch, I'm trying to pull up my bridal break on my phone. <laughs> so Pam's doing her homework. I got my hand slapped. She's ready to go. I'm ready. <laughs> so what is your bridal break for this week? This week is called um, the Cold Brew Bourbon Cocktail. Yeah. I found this on a blog called gastronomblog.com. Oh my God. Don't go any further. What? We forgot to tell people what bridal breaks are if this is their first episode. Oh, do it. Yeah. So we'll just go out of order. Hey guys, bridal breaks are um, if you're a bride or anyone helping to plan a wedding and you need a break from anything having to do with weddings, we give you fun suggestions of things to do to take your mind off of it so that when you come back to dealing with your damn wedding, you don't want to blow people's heads off. So you're welcome. It's like a PSA with <laughs> it booze is. because Pam always gives Mine an alcoholic beverage. a little boozy. So let's get back to your booze. What is it again? Yeah. So this week is the cold brew bourbon cocktail. Yes. Cold brew bourbon cocktail. I so love it's, all of those words. I know, right? Yeah. I was like, yes, you had me at hello. Where'd you find it? Um, the gastronomblog.com. Okay. Amen. Um, it has cold brew coffee. So... You want to think about when you're drinking this? Good point. <laughs> Although you don't want to drink this, maybe not in the morning. I'm not sure. When we're um, to, it matters what kind of morning you're trying to have. <laughs> cold brew coffee, bourbon, a little triple sec, a little maple syrup, a little bit of cream. The triple sec throws me. Makes it sweet. Is the triple sec kind of like citrusy? Orangey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All well, right. and it does have an orange peel for garnish. Ew. So. Okay. It's it does want it to be a little citrusy flavor journey, yeah. Cold brew coffee, bourbon, maple syrup with a little twist of citrus. I don't know. I'm like, I'm in. I want to try this. We cannot try this at night. I wouldn't allow it because I would be up all night. I, can- I will say, I am a fan of that being like the first drink of a night when you know you have a long night to kind of help you a little boost. There you go. Right. So yeah. this is a good like nine o'clock drink if you're going out. It's a starter. Yeah. Pre game. Bring it in the shower. 
I love a good shower cocktail. Have we ever discussed this? We have not discussed this. Do you do a shower beer? Shower beer is fantastic. Okay. Have you done like a shower cocktail? Have you ever brought like have, a margarita in a shower? That I have not done. Oh, yeah. Shower beers only. Put them in one of those like tumbler things with the straws, like things that look like a to-go cup from Starbucks, you know, the reusable ones. I have a shit ton of those. But any sort of cocktail in the shower is decadent. <laughs> I love where this is going. Bonus, bonus, bridal break. Bonus, double bonus <laughs> of the bridal break. I love that I gave that suggestion, Pam, because my bridal break for this week is an Instagram account called Drunk Disney. <laughs> We're just going there this week. I didn't think about it. I really didn't. <laughs> No, but it's um this Instagram account that I randomly found called at Drunk Disney. And all they do is take like images and um, little gifts from Disney movies mm-hmm. and they add images of alcohol into them. And then they write like a funny caption above it. Like there's the last, the latest one is um, a still image from Moana with Moana. And who's the guy, the tattoo? Maui. Dude? Maui. Oh, duh. Uh, uh, Moana and Maui. <laughs> and they both, rather than holding what they were holding, they've mm-hmm. now like superimposed champagne and orange juice into their hands. And it says how my squad rolls up to brunch. And it's just stupid. <laughs> like, it's just always these silly things of just like, like Ariel crying, but it's actually a big like wine bottle that comes out of her eye instead of a tear. Oh my gosh. And it says when you finish the last bottle of wine. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> but I like to add sometimes silly things to my Instagram feed just to mix it up. And I highly recommend Drunk Disney. That's a fun one. Yeah. So apparently this this bridal break good is luck. All about alcohol. I know, man. Don't drive after getting these bridal breaks. No. <laughs> Please do not. Hop in the shower. <laughs> Showers are good. <laughs> um, so that's it for this episode, Pam. So let's um, go over all the ways that people can stay in touch with us. You're shaking your head. No, we'll get to the quiz at the end, Pam. We're not there yet. You're going to you're going to make it through. I believe in you. Um, <laughs> if the listeners want to learn more about wedding confessionals, where should they go? To weddingconfessionals.com. At weddingconfessionals.com. You can find links to the three social media platforms that we are actively a part of. What are they, Pam? Twitter. Facebook, and Instagram. And we would really love for you uh, to send us your stories. If you need some advice or you just have some crazy thing going on, you just want to let it out, let us know. We love them. The three ways you can send us your stories are an email. What's the email? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Really good. Um, We can also leave us a voicemail. We have like a Google voice thing set up. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to leave us a voicemail, our phone number, I'm not going to quiz you on that because I'm nice. Thank you. I don't, I, don't, I don't have it memorized. It's just written in front of me. It's 434-933-2663. Again, 434-933-2663. Or uh, the latest, uh, not latest, I guess the other option is you can go to weddingconfessionals.com and the website. hit on the tab. Yeah. Says, Tell us your secret. Do it. Yeah. And from there, it takes you to this really simple form where you just write in a name. Doesn't have to be yours. We don't care. Make it up. And then you tell us what's going on in the other part and you hit send. So no phone number, no email. Nope. Just your just your problems. Just tell us your story. Tell us your stories, man. Or ask your question. Yeah. Let us know what's going on. So um, that's the way you can get in touch with us. Uh, The other thing we want to say is if you would like to rate and review us, we love them. It's on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Swing on over there. Five stars. Say something nice. Please. Hit send. (laughs) (laughs) So the last thing we have to do, Pam, is we are now on a lot of podcast platforms. We are. Blowing up. We're everywhere. There's no excuse. You can find us anywhere. Um, Pam, I think that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven places that you can find us. Hold on. Okay, go. Tell me the name of these 11 places where you can find our podcast. This is so fun, guys. Oh, this is my favorite part of the podcast. Go. This is so fun for who? Me. <laughs> I like torturing you. Not yes. You're going to learn. It's great. It's like we all get to watch you grow. <laughs> it's like being parents and watching your children learn to read. Amazing. I like how I'm telling you that you have yes. children that are learning That's to read. learning to read. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what, what are the 11 uh, iTunes slash Apple Podcast. We've been told that we now have to call it Apple Podcast. I'm not saying Podcast. iTunes anymore, but I like iTunes. It's cute. Yeah, too. But Apple I guess Podcast. iTunes is music and Apple Podcast is podcast. But I'll give it All to right. you. I'll give it to you. Apple Podcast. Approved. Okay. Okay, go. Google Play. Two. Podbean. Three. Stitcher. Four. 
pregnant pause cut this out nope <laughs> will not to, um uh, if you're if you go on a lot of dates player fm there it is you'll play a um the um, other one has to do with weather when it's cloudy out outcast overcast overcast i'll give it to you okay. um uh this game is fun <laughs> <laughs> this is fun um uh a kind of podcast person that likes to listen to a lot would be a podcast. Or I'm just jer- I'm jonesing for it. Ooh, I want to. I, I need another hit. I'm a podcast <laughs> junkie, addict, podcast addict. addict. <laughs> if this was a country full of podcasts, what would it be called? Podcast land. I'm trying podcast- to help you out. If it was a... Uh, this uh, is not Pictionary. Like, I'm not... Okay, not The Gap. What's the other store that's like The Gap? Old Navy. The one with the fruit in it. The one with the fruit? Banana Republic. Podcast oh, Republic. Jesus. And then there's Downcast <laughs> and there's Castro. I'm going to read them all. Oh, I'm giving you goodness. hints. What I'm doing this time, Pam, is I'm giving you hints. So I'll little remember. things to remember. Yes. So Apple Podcast, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, Overcast, Overcast, Podcast P- Attic, uh huh, Podcast Pod- Land, Land. I got podcast, those three. Podcast Republic, Republic, Downcast, Downcast. And oh, we have Castro. Over and, and yeah. Down and Castro, and Castro. Yeah. Okay. I believe in you, buddy. Next week you're gonna, gonna get, get better. You're gonna get six right, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> and that's it, man. I'll see you next week. All right. See you. <laughs> Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud and make sure to give us a five-star rating or give us a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.